0: Welcome back to another episode! In the last episode our adventurers found themselves on their way to Vextel, an ancient library in school for many smart individual people. No one from this group would really fit in here to be honest. A book addressed Falas and told them about an interesting story to do with maybe the Dark Lord? Maybe? And then they went off on their way and managed to run into a young girl by the name of Tia, who has the ability to affect other people's curses and also teleport. In any case, our adventurers settled in for the night there, resting up and getting ready for their next day, which has also led them to hit level three. Woohoo! Let's find out what new abilities our adventurers have, and also find out what new crazy wonderful adventures they get themselves into in today's episode of Dingo's and Dimwits. Why don't we start from the top? with Falas. And tell us how you leveled up
1: to level three. Well, realizing that our uh, duties are requiring more subterfuge. Basically, more stealth work is required. I'm trying to learn the art of invisibility. And using my light spells, I've been trying to make my skin translucent until I can fully do that ability.
0: And after some practicing, you were able to, boom!
1: I was able to perform invisibility. And I also picked up the Ability to also shift my form into multiple duplicates of myself. Shadow clones you too, yes. Yes. I make my shadow clones, and if I get targeted, I can roll a dice. And if the dice roll works out, it will hit one of the clones instead of me. Also, I've got meta magic.
0: Yes. you. Uh, basically, for, for Lass, he's able to bend the way that his magic works by using sorcery points. So you're able to quicken a spell... Basically, it means he's casting time of one action. If he spends two sorcery points, he can change that to be a bonus action, meaning that he can potentially do two spells in one turn. He can also do Twinned, which he can spend one sorcery point for a cantrip to, 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 to target a second creature within the range of the spell as well and deal a- additional damage. So hit another target. All right. So that's uh, lovely for Lassanaris. Uh, Boral, how did you get your way to level three?
2: Well, you know what? I realized I, was, I could probably do a bit more with my short swords. For, for two strikes, I really should know a lot more about them. So I spent just a little bit of time with a bit of study, and I figured out with the right swing, I could probably do a bit more damage. Little did I know, I can actually crit on 19.
0: So that means that you're a fucking champion, mate. You fucking bet you I ain't champion for breakfast this morning. Mate, he's martial archetype. He's fucking champion. He's a fucking champion. 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 Yeah. Good you, champion.
2: Yeah, fuck you, champion. Right-o, champ. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right on, champion.
0: Ugor, how did you level up?
3: Ah, well, I went to bed at a pretty pretty normal night. I tucked Clarky into bed and, you know, I said goodnight to him and I was really hoping that he'd say goodnight back to me. I woke up, I rolled over, I said, Ah, oh, good morning, Clarky." To which uh, he responded with, uh, Good morning, Ugor. <laughs> and... I learnt that I can talk to
0: fucking animals. Yeah, it's once per uh, short rest. You had a short rest in between getting up and whatnot. Definitely heard in in your head the voice of Clarky. Good morning, Ugo. (laughs) I I also... You have, you have a sacred oath now. So, the oath of the ancients is the ancients are an old race of elves and druids, sometimes called fey knights, green knights or horn knights. Paladins who swear this oath cast their lot with the side of light in the cosmic struggle against darkness because they love the beautiful and life-giving things of the world. Not necessarily because they believe in the principles of honor, courage and justice. They adorn their armor with usually leaves, antlers and stuff of nature. But I'm saying in this instance, he doesn't necessarily have to because the reason for him going into this oath is that he believes in the bright, the light, the good and the cosmic struggle against darkness. Do so you get things of the Tenets, which basically kindle the light through acts of mercy and kindness and forgiveness, kindle the light uh, of hope in the world, beating back the despair, shatter the light. Where there is good, beauty and love and laughter in the world, stand against the wickedness that would swallow it. Where life flourishes, stand against the forces that would render it barren. Preserve the light. Delight in song and laughter, in beauty and art. If you allow the light to die in your own heart, you can't preserve it in the world. Be the light. Be a glorious beacon for all who live in despair. Let the light of your joy and courage shine forth in all of your deeds. Those are your tenets. Basically, they're just like things that help build your character, which they're kind of, you know, along the things of your character as you stood in anyways. With that, though, you have also gained uh, engineering Strike, which is a lovely bonus action you can take, by the way. Yep. And also Channel Divinity, Nature's Wrath. So, you can do that as an action. Uh, instead of hitting with a weapon, you can choose to uh, invoke your primal forces to ensnare a foe, causing Spectral Vines to spring up and reach the creature within 10 feet of what you can see. The creature must succeed on a strength of dexterity saving throw of its choice or be restrained. While restrained by the Vines, the creature repeats the saving throw at the end of each turn until it gets free, basically. So, you basically ensnare something. Yep. You also get like um, any time that you utter ancient words that are painful to fays uh, or fiends as an action, you present your holy symbol to each bay or fiend within 30 feet. They can hear you. They must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed save, the creature is turned for one minute or until it takes uh, the damage. So, it turns sides. A turned creature must spend its uh, turns trying to move as far away from you uh, as possible. Can't willingly move uh, a space within 30 feet of you. Can't basically, you're repelling it again away from you. Uh, For its action, it can only take a dash or action or try to escape um, within that effect. Um, If there's nowhere to move, the creature can use a dodge action. If the creature's true form is concealed by an illusion, shape-shifting, or other uh, wise of effect, the form is revealed. If a fae or fiend is taking the form of another, you can uh, use Divinity, turn the faithless, to make them change back to their true form, in which case they'll just try to run. Fuck yeah. That is your channel divinity. And Navarth, how did you get to level three? I spent my night, DM,
3: having a lovely chat with Soulstring. Um, we were discussing what we thought of the, uh, the young lady. It kind of came to my awareness, I guess, that uh, I could do more damage with her, uh, especially against large groups of foes. I, I kind of got the impression that uh, I can shoot down hails of thorns, so to speak. Not not only that, but I also kind of feel like when I shoot people, especially bloodied enemies, that they are going to take a lot more damage than than they previously would have.
0: So you have undertaken your primal instincts into your level three as a ranger. You, your primal awareness now, you can detect certain enemies without in a mile of you. Uh, and in, when you're in your favorite terrain, which is forests, so a lot of that around, um, you can detect them within six miles as well. Uh, however, you don't know where they are per se, but you just know if there's one nearby. That goes for especially dragons. Mm. So, yeah, you've gained the ability to use Colossal Slayer and also Hail of Thorns. So, very well done, mate. Welcome to where you're at. Oh, mate, I can't wait. So, yeah, basically, you guys wake up in the morning, you know, the inn's brought, left food by the door. You have crispy prime bacon and celery. Uh, So, you have, like, nice strips of bacon and some fresh celery cut up nicely for you and uh, a nice little tub of hummus. So this world has hummus. I'm am saying that now. So it's got hummus. So everyone has that. So you guys kind of get up in the morning. You all stretch around and whatnot. Ugo's like walks out of the room with Clarky. Although everyone kind of notices that Clarky is slightly different. Um, he's slightly taller. He's also not a white chicken anymore. He's like brown and he looks slightly. Buffer. Great. And he's now got like the proper red bit on the top of his head and underneath his chin.
1: So you're about to turn him into a choker?
0: <laughs> no, 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 no. Maybe later. Basically, Clarky has also somehow managed to get himself leveled up.
3: Well, t- DM, tell us, how did he get to level three? <laughs>
0: well, basically, after Ugor tucked him in and Ugor went to sleep, Ugor was quite a loud sleeper, as you all know, having been with him for this amount of time. Um, Clarky was. A bit restless, he got up um, and walked around and then he went up to the windowsill uh, and just stared at the moon for a little bit and then just envisioned in himself that he's capable of more. So, he went and then he just started doing push-ups. Oh, for fuck's sake. Just more and more push-ups and he just, he did that for a while and he went from one hand to went to one finger to like just his legs. By the way, he no longer has chickenish kind of legs, they're kind of like a little bit buffer. And yeah, he went to sleep. Afterwards, and then he woke up bigger, right next to
1: Ugor. And Ugor was old
3: as well, and can hit things with one punch or... One
1: punch! No, 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 no. I was no, no. expecting you to go down the Super Saiyan route, like, no, 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 you know, no, no, no. his near-death experience. <laughs> <laughs> can leveled him up. Oh, no, 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 no.
0: Mind you, he's training for a reason. I
3: killed you once. I can kill you
0: again. <laughs> so, Clarkie has walked out of this room with Ugor. Ugor's noticed that he's much bigger and you are kind of notice that you kind of stretch out a little bit and then coming to the windowsill, there's like a small slit window and you can just hear and then suddenly a black raven- just appears up at the windowsill and is just looking at you all. Uh, And then you all start to hear in your head a voice uh, familiar to you. Oi, shitheads, what are you doing? Why are you getting up so late? I only met you yesterday and I'm already just like fully, uh, I just can't even. Anyways, now that you are finally awake, it's, you know, well into the day. There's some stuff going on. Um, I don't know if you guys know anything about, like, the Gregorian, you know, people in terms of the overall people of the land or anything like that. But Prince Shithead has showed up.
3: Who's Prince Shithead? I believe it's pronounced (laughs) Shithead.
0: I mean, he's a a shithead. He's this prince that wants to do this and that. Um, I guess you guys probably haven't heard much. Basically, this prince has been wanting to take back the throne of Gragos. At the moment, there are five kings in Gragos, him being one of them, King Killsbane, which I believe you guys already met, the Mayor of Evergreen, a naval captain to the north, and there's also the Elven King. So, all of them make the five kings of Gragos. Unfortunately, this dipshit thinks that he can be the one king to rule over the entire country. This land is massive, and this shithead thinks he can do it. I've... Been reading into some things, intercepting some messages and stuff, and I I think there's some nefarious shit going on in the background to do with the politics in this country. Shit for brains, I think, has something to do with it. And it could be related to the Dark Lord. I don't know. I can't be honest. What the fuck is that? As this happens, uh, Ugor, you look down, you see Clarky. He takes two steps forward cracks his knuckles, licks his hands, slicks back the top of his head, and then leans on something and proceeds to wink at the bird in the top window. (laughs) 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 Okay. I can telepath through this raven right now, but that bird just said something very inappropriate.
3: I I, I give him like a little knuckles, (laughs) little fist bump. Just like, nice. She's like,
0: okay, this is getting weird. Um... Oh, that's a very sexual bird. Um. Okay, well, I don't... I, I'm i I'm going to go. Uh, oh, jeez. Um, okay, well, the prince dickhead is about to arrive and he's going to have some kind of speech. It might be worth listening in. You might be able to get some information. She just... Like, the bird flutters away into a mist. A black mist. It just... Like, he just looks around and just shrugs. Fuck's sake. Very
3: sexual bird.
0: Yeah, uh, maybe influenced by the use as a group. I don't wanna
3: fuck no dragon, don't you worry. <laughs> I'm not a I'm not a bad influence.
0: Uh-huh. Which horse did you pick again? Um <laughs> Um no comment. Mm, that's what I thought. All right. So, you guys kind of wander out um, of the main square section. You can see like a bunch of people start to walk down to in front of the main foyer area. You follow some steps down. There's a large congregate of people already arriving there. And then from the sky, you just see a... you see a rather large airship just fly into view. Uh, who here wants to try and understand me. how that fucking works? Oh, okay. Yeah, sure. All right. Roll me an arcana check. Arcana check that one. No, actually, that's a seven. Sorry. Ten. You can't read. So a ten. <laughs> you you know that that's an airship. Somebody ship. else. Yeah. Somebody
3: do it. I, I, I'm i I'm mesmerized by the fact that it's floating. Okay. Boral's worse than me. An eight. Yep. Nineteen. Falas is definitely pulling it out. All
0: right. So, Falas, you know, you, you've seen some airships around Gragos before and you've kind of picked up from like word of mouth from other people, kind of how they work. So you can see around like the lower section of the airship just some runes and you can kind of understand that those runes um, are all like air thrust. They have like propellers on the side that kind of pick up the air and keep the uh, airship going but the runes give it lift. So, it just flies in and lands just off to the the side section of where everyone is. There's like a little platform area that it lands on. You just hear some trumpets just out comes this drawbridge uh, kind of like set of steps. That comes off the airship and you just see like a congregate of these dudes in all white armor, uh, white shields, white helmet. Um, They just all start walking off in front and then shortly after comes down a few other very, very well-dressed humans. And then just a little man, probably about five foot tall um, in like a very tight breasted vest walks down and then just goes, announcing... Prince Adam, future king of all Gregos, the first of his current name, previously the th- the third of his lineage, Prince Adam Tandrum of the Human Alliance of Tandrum. You just see him st- take a step to the side and then about six foot tall blonde man uh, with like a very solid jawline adorned in white and gold, like a lot of sparkling gold. With a woman at his side holding his arm and a rather long cape that's following him just off, which has two servants just behind him lifting the cape so it doesn't actually touch the ground. Two other servants run around in front of him and then place down pieces of a podium that kind of set up. Uh, a wizard kind of person walks over with a large pointy hat um, and then casts some magic onto the front of the stand and presents, like, a magical symbol that comes across the front of the, like, podium area. The wizard steps back. He then steps up onto the podium and goes, Hello, people of Vexto, I am Prince Adam. Uh, You must be wondering why I have gathered you all here like this. Well, it is to announce that I am going to be bringing the Gregorian people together. We as a whole have been divided for many, many years. My ancestor was defeated by a random villain from across the seas who came over and struck him down. And since then, we have been divided. We have five kings in this land, but there should only be one, one true king that is connected to the kings of old, my bloodline. I have come to you to bring forth the news that we will be having an election. And I expect all of our Gregorian people to participate and put forth their notion of who should be the one true king of Gregos. You must be wondering what exactly i am go- I going to do for you all. Well, I am going to implement fairness and peace across the land. My armies will stretch into every town and help everyone where they need fit. Help the poor, the sick, the hungry. All to get exactly what they need. In addition to this, I will be opening the world up to greater and more prospects that previous kings may have shunned upon. We are one nation of people and we should fight and be well together. So, I give you this. I will implement a tax system that is fair to all in which the money is put straight back to the people, not just to the rich. Take it from me. I have plenty of money. I do not need any more, but we will be putting it straight back into the pockets of those who need it most. In three fortnight's time, we will be having an election. We will have my messages come through to every single town in Gragos and take down your information of voting in a local poll. To be fair to you, there is currently no one else that is uh, going against me in this honour, but I'm leaving it to be fair. If another king were to challenge me to that right, then it would only be fair that the people vote. I applaud you all to take the time that you need to get well adjusted to the concept that we will be coming back to a great and powerful family monarchy that will forever bring us together. As one people, one whole country of Gragos, the Gregorian people will be strong and united. Now, I applaud you, Vexto. you have been giving us such... Great dividends from your schools of magic and might. The funding that you have been giving my family for the last, hundreds of, uh, our last hundred years has been so pivotal in making this possible. So I thought it would be poignant for me to announce this here in a city that I myself went and studied. If you will, please join me in three fortnight's time in voting for the king of Gragos. Vote Prince Adam and then just a couple people clap you hear some clapping some whistling and stuff it seems like the crowd in front of you is fairly for what he's actually uh, saying can we
3: put forward someone uh, like do they have to be of king lineage
0: you don't know this but he he just said like a king uh, is going forward for it so you wouldn't know unless you ask someone that would have that information can I get close enough to ask so you're gonna try and push through the crowd
3: yes I'm not going to try. I'm going to push to the crowd. I'll fucking use hail of thorns if I have to.
0: Wow, you're going to attack a bunch <laughs> of innocent
2: people. I didn't ask.
3: I said I was going to. So but I make God. my way towards the <laughs> this this uh, Prince Adam.
0: So the the crowd kind of disperses a little as you are walking forward. Um, he steps off the podium and turns around and heads towards the um. The actual airship. They go, yo, Prince Adam. Uh, you just see four guards just go, <clears throat> and they just stand straight in front of you, shields up forward. No, oh, mate, I don't give a
3: fuck. Shove your shields. I'm level three. <laughs> um, prince Adam, I've got a question for you. No one talks to the prince. I don't give a fuck. I'm not talking to you. Prince
0: Adam, I acquire like 30 seconds of your time, mate. Three of them draw swords. The other one steps forward and says, the prince mate, is not to be spoken to. I have two swords
3: and a bow, like, and three guys behind me and a chicken who does push-ups.
2: I'm I'm going to turn yeah. my back. Good luck, mate.
3: <laughs> <laughs> I know where there's ex- some explosives. Um, Prince Adam, I, I want to ask a question about your bloody pole bullshit.
0: It's fine. It's fine. And you see the guards separate as he just takes off his long coat and he steps forward. In his right hand, as he's walking forward, he's holding on to... The, uh, the head cap of uh, a, a large adorned golden sword with a lot of gems and whatnot in it.
3: Seems pretentious. Hey, mate, I'm just curious. Uh, this um, this voting system for, for the king of all, is it uh, only for noble blood or can it be
0: like anybody? You think that anybody can just walk forward and become a king? Well, I mean, you basically did, so... Right. So, you mustn't be from here. So... The royal lineage works in many ways. Each of the kings of Gragos, as they stand, have a potential to rule the country. Right. It is only fair that the option be made available to those who already rule. Uh-huh. Yeah, but what if I want to put in Clarky
3: in the running? Because I think he'd make a killer king of, like, everyone. I
0: don't know who you speak of, Elf. You you turn around and, as you say, Clarky, and is just, like, doing the, like, mm-mm, no, not me, mm-mm, like, the, <laughs> so, and he's like, uh, I'm not I'm not entirely sure. But I tell you to be completely honest, as you are clearly a valued member of Gregos in three fortnight's time, you may vote for uh, whichever king sets forward uh, for the election. Uh-huh. Those are the options. Someone would need to become a king in order to be part of uh, this election
3: so basically i just need to wear your crown and then i'm basically a king
0: right um you as you say that like he doesn't actually he's not actually wearing a crown he's just adorned in jewelry so he just says i'm not wearing a crown you fool in any case i look forward to uh seeing the votes come in uh ciao and he turns around and walks away from you all
3: right bye prince adam you you go enjoy your your plane ride i hope it doesn't crash
0: he just goes uh-huh, as he like waves in a like sarcastic gesture, like with his back turned to you.
3: Mm-hmm. I turn back to the party and say he's a pretentious asshole.
0: So the party kind of like walks up slowly to where you are. And you, you know, you you know you're with him, and you kind of like Sigh. he didn't get himself killed. The guards step back and start to walk away.
1: You probably shouldn't have done that. <laughs> you probably shouldn't have done. that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> He knows your face now, so, you know. Hey, he probably meets tons of people, so you don't know whether or not he's going to remember you. Odds on, probably not. And just as that's uh, happening, some of his party towards the ship starts to walk back uh, as well. An an older woman, probably in her about 40s, a human woman with like uh, black long hair, Uh, But all done up nicely in a particular, like, bun kind of looking situation with some very gold adorned uh, features to it. You can imagine, like, a golden scrunchie, but it's a lot more fancy than that. She's got, like, draped uh, clothing that hangs off her and it's all just encrusted with, like, diamonds and it's very sparkly and shiny. She she walks over in your direction to the party's group and goes, "'Ah, young youth, it is great to see you there.'" Human boy, you look familiar. Uh, me? Yes. Yes. Have we met before?
2: Uh, I've never been out this far, so I dare say not.
0: Hmm. Interesting. My memory never fails me. I'm not quite... And she looks at you in a particular angle, and she looks aside and stuff, and she's like, That's it. Young Borrell. Ah, oh, how delightful is it to see you? How is your father? How is your brothers? Yeah, Borel, how are they? God, why not? I haven't seen them in months. Oh, quite. No, it's not Borel, sorry. It's Borel. Oh, Thank you. It's been a delight. Oh, it's been many, many years since I've seen you and your father. Is he in good shape? I, I trust that he is. I mean, the man was starting to get a bit of a belly the last I saw him.
2: Yeah, let's, let's leave that conversation for another time.
0: No, oh, you're not handling yourself the way that I expected you to. I mean, you're a man now. When I saw you last, you were only in short little tights. Yeah, young Borrow here doesn't really like to talk
3: about his parents or anything about him, so... for a
2: good reason, you fucking
3: out. The fact that he's got
2: brother and sisters, you know, is, is a he bit
3: of He does not have a
0: sister, unless you do. Have you since recently gained a sister?
2: Not that I'm aware of. I think is telling me things I don't even know.
0: <laughs> interesting. Well... You should behave in a more manner that fits your stature. I mean, you are a prince, after all. Hey! You're what? fucked! <laughs> I'm putting you forward. <laughs> in what realm? I'm, I'm sorry. I, is your father no longer one of the kings of Tilma?
2: Ma'am, I have not met my father in many a month. So should I know of his condition, nor whereabouts, nor health, nor status? It is of none of my concern. For I am a man of my own, and I do not fall under my father's reign. Should it be kingly or simply my father?
0: King Elias has always been fair to our particular party. So, it is good to see you in any case, young Boral, your mayor. Um, oh. So, this group, your friends, you are not travelling with other humans. No, Not by choice. What's, what's interesting by that? Navath, make a perception check. 20. 20? 18 plus 2? Alright. So, you notice- Everyone in the party of his ship and stuff like that—they're all human, right? The absolutely everyone, like not 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 anyone else. And and she's just like, oh well, I mean, there's nothing wrong with having other people. Are these your servants, bitch?
3: God no! If you
0: fucking
3: make another comment like that, you will
2: fucking have your head roll.
0: Oh, how delightful the mouth on this one,
2: ma'am! I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna ask you to. I
0: will fucking cut her down,
2: Navarth Boreal, <laughs> I will cut this bitch down. I'm on your side right now. Just hold your
0: tongue. As you said that, about eight guards are slowly walking. You think I care about how many guards there are? It's about the fucking level of respect. It is rude of me to say so, but my my name is Lady Tisova, by the way. To you all that have not met me before, young Borel has met me. Many, many years ago. But she looks at Euphalas uh, in particular. She's like, You, hmm, I can't put my finger on it. Your eyes are very particular. I've only ever seen one other elf with those kind of eyes, and that's back in Etheldor. Hmm. Does your mother have the same eyes as you? Yes. Hmm. So you must be Tiberius's grandson then. Is that correct?
1: Uh, yes. Hmm. Well, congratulations then.
0: You look kind of puzzled as she says that. Yeah, I am puzzled. I was like, why?
1: <laughs> what the hell does that mean? You look confused. Do you, do you not speak to your grandfather? I haven't been home for a couple years now. Hmm. Well, it makes you uh,
0: very poignant to be. You are also a prince as your grandfather has just recently been elected the new king of the elves in Etheldor.
3: Apparently, we just fucking got all these kings in, the, in our party now. That's incredible. Remarkable.
1: I'm going to turn to him and go, I didn't know that shit. Yeah, <laughs> hey. That's that's okay, but uh,
3: for last, by all means, put your name in the... In the go- <laughs> did
2: you put your name in
0: the Goblet of Fire? Harry, <laughs> <laughs> did you put your name in the Goblet of Fire?
2: <laughs> <laughs>
3: Dumbledore says, quiet, calm.
0: <laughs> in, in fairness, and I'm, I'm just putting this out there. What this person could be saying could be a lie. You don't necessarily know that, but they're talking a lot of things that can sound very truthful, So, and you don't have any understanding or reason as to why it could be a lie. Well, can
1: I do a insight check to gain how much was truthful, or like if she was lying or anything yeah, like yeah, that?
0: Yeah, you can definitely do that to see if she was lying in any form or manner.
1: Well, not with an eight. Not with an eight, yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty uh, honest and just a person talking. Seems legit. <laughs> It's a two from Borrell. Uh, Yep. Nothing. Sounds truthful.
0: (laughs) Ugo's going for it. Three. Wow. All right. Geez, we're all rolling from the buff. <laughs> Yous all pretty well think that she's we're not, not lying. We're not very insightful. No, you don't well. think she's lying from what she's Intel.
3: We're all just like
0: sitting there in awe at the stories we're <laughs> You just With found children. out <laughs> one of your friends is a prince because and has been this entire time that you guys haven't known, and Pholas is now also a prince because his grandfather's just been elected king of the elves. To be honest, Falas, you didn't even realise that the, the, the previous king was not in power. Uh, so, this is complete news to you. Whereas, um, Mr. Mr. Borrell over there. <laughs> Borrell <laughs> He knew the whole time. <laughs> someone could be- mis- She could be mistaking him for someone else. So, all right. She then uh, takes a step back and goes, I have to give you my leave. We have many other places to stop by. But um, don't be a stranger, Boreal. You are more than welcome to come visit us in Tandrum. I would rather shit in my hands and clap than visit. So, so you're with the uh, you're you're with Prince Adam, the the
3: prince whose name is fucking boring as he is. Interesting that you would say that
0: about my nephew, but um, oh, you are entitled so you're to your opinion. Yes.
3: Yikes! Ooh, you
0: guys are related. That's, that's fine. My name is Tasilva Tandrum. I didn't ask. <laughs> just sorry. Oh, aren't you a little delightful one? She goes uh, forward and like... Um, sorry, right. why you don't you just nose. take your security and walk home? Ta-ta. And she uh, waves goodbye to you as uh, she steps away, guards surrounding her, walking. Hopefully the last time. <laughs> oh, you're hilarious. Leave. A blackbird just appears in front of you, p- fly, flying in the air. Um, you just hear Tia's voice. She just appears in, in, in front of you all, just being like, well, that went well. Um, Navarth, do you think you could have, I don't know, maybe pissed off people more? Do you think that was well, wise? Well, I mean,
3: she's still within range, so I could still hail of thorns. Don't tempt
0: her. That's all I'm saying. Listen, I will slap you in this bird for me if I have to. I mean,
3: I want to fuck a dragon.
0: Okay, I'm 16. I am 16. I didn't- I'm not talking about fucking you. I'm saying I'm not afraid of wings. Jesus Christ. This is wildly inappropriate. Anyways, that whole congregate of fucking dicks, obviously, right? We're on the same page. They're dicks. Yep. (laughs) I have no idea, but something, a letter that I intercepted, Sometimes when letters come to and from and people uh, sent them and they open them, I may or may not use the bird form to fly onto windowsills and look through and study paper. Uh, The dean of the head of Arcana here, he may or may not have received a letter mentioning that Prince Adam was going to arrive... And that uh, he who should not be named, that is how it was written, is working in tandem with someone in his party. Of course he is. The dean is corrupt. I know this, right? He's my problem. Don't worry about it. The dean has a curse mark on his back that he doesn't realize that I know because I've seen it. Because sometimes he likes to take his shirt off in his office. It gets weird. I don't want to go over it. Anyways, um, because he has a curse mark, I can manipulate it. So, don't worry about it. You guys do your thing. Interesting to find that two of you are princes. Changes nothing for me. I think you're all kind of, yeah. If you wouldn't mind, uh, maybe not trying to piss off everyone here. Can't promise that. Sorry. Oh, my God. This chicken is making me uncomfortable again. You see Clarky again is just, like, winking at the raven. <laughs> She's like, Okay. That's it. And she's like, the bird disappears. And then you just all turn around and you just see Tia standing there behind you with her hands on her hip being like, this is going to be an interesting time. Uh, I have some more information for you. Whilst everything was going on, I snuck onto the ship. On board the ship, they're carrying large amounts of gunpowder. I don't know why. it's a lot. That
3: sounds like an easy way to destroy their ship. No. I'm pretty pretty good with precision shots on
2: explosives. (laughs) Can I just try it? That's only when it's aimed at us. Can I just try
0: it? Can I try it? Tia says, if you attack that, you'll probably invoke a small war. I don't really want that. Because at the moment, you four dipshits and the chicken, you're my only chance of potentially getting rid of this curse mark and maybe being able to have a normal life again. I would hope, even in your stupid ways that you do things, you at least have some sense about you to do something smart and maybe go looking for, I don't know, something that actually needs hitting. I mean, okay, point me in a direction and I'll go kill it. Like
1: We do have a job from someone else we can go do.
3: Uh, let's go to Og's farm. I hope that there's no sunflowers. Um
0: uh, mm. <laughs> I don't like how you sound. Fucking got to go fight the giant potato now. <laughs> Brown Ugor, can I have a word with just the two of you, please? And no chicken. Um sure. she, you you three like step away a couple meters away from the others, Navarth and Velas are just standing there. Clark he's staring at you by the way, Navarth and he's just he's just got like a not a happy grin, just looking at you with, like, a slight smile.
3: I then look at Clarkie and say, arm wrestle.
0: Clarky's like, thumbs up. He somehow just pulls a box out of nowhere and just places the box down in front of you. <laughs> just puts his arm up, grips it. All right. uh, strength check. Strength check. I'll roll one as well. Oh,
2: shit! Why am I going to roll a
0: five?
2: <laughs> <laughs> so yes!
0: Clarky Clarky rolled a 16 maybe Just like real life I can't fucking win it He has a plus 0 to strength by the way You have a 3 plus 2 And he um What's called His strength is 10. Getting the feeling he's just raw charismatic. Ah, uh, he... Mm, I mean, he has a plus four to charisma. <laughs> yeah, there it
1: is. That's, I got that feeling if he's being fucking sexualizing, but he's just raw
0: charisma. He's
2: just raw sexual
3: energy. <laughs> just, just raw
0: absolute sexual energy. You grip hands together, you lock lock in, and Clarkie winks at you and use grip... And then he just fucking flips you. He just slams your arm down as you tumble over uh, into the box. Oh,
3: surely I don't tumble over. He didn't get a fucking nat 20. Come on. Don't, be, I mean, don't do 16, me that dirty. You got a five. Don't do me that dirty. You were
0: kneeling down to use the box, right? So he's right, fine. throwing you over onto your side and you've kind of like gathered yourself and got, got back up. I carbon. get up and say, uh, best two out of three. Clarky goes thumbs up and then he puts his other arm onto the table. For fuck's sake. You, you just did your dominant arm. Whatever you roll, just instead of a plus two, just do a plus one.
2: Oh, get fucked! How <laughs> do I roll a two again? What the fuck?
0: <laughs> so you rolled a two plus two, I which would be three. a three. Oh, my God. God! Okay, it wasn't a great roll from Clarky either. It was a six, but it's still better than yours.
3: Still beats me! This is fucking dog shit. I'm losing to a fucking chicken. Even <laughs> if this chicken is probably buffer than me.
0: That's <laughs> fucked! He, he Fuck! Grip, you grip hands again. It seems like it's a little bit more of a struggle, but he still pins your arm down.
3: I have some more than my weak, weak arm anyway. Don't worry about it.
0: Clikey, like, taps his chest and then, like, <laughs> lifts his head towards you. It's like, what's up, bruh? What's up, bruh? Go Get the
3: fuck out of my face before I turn you into KFC again.
0: Um, He grabs the box and then just puts it behind his back as if it just disappears completely. Okay. It's just interesting that that happens. It's probably worth noting. It sounds like he uh, knows magic. So, that happens. Uh, Meanwhile, over with Tia, uh, Ugo and Burrell, she says, Look, I know that the smartest one in the group, realistically, in terms of, like, book smart, is Falas, right? In terms of street smarts, it's probably one of you two. In terms of general smarts, just overall, I'm not putting anything on the bath. If you could, just keep going about the things as you do. I will contact you via Raven. I can send a Raven up to about uh, 40 miles away from where I am at any point in time. I may or may not have slipped something into the fur of the chicken when you weren't looking. Don't worry. Basically, this tells me at all times where the chicken is. The chicken's probably going to be with you guys, I'd imagine. So, if I need to get in contact with you, I know where to send a raven. That sound all right? Like, I'm not, I'm not trying to overstep bounds here, but I just want to make sure that you guys understand that, if needed, I can get in contact. I guess, yeah. Okay, that's fine. Good. I'm also going to probably try and make my way north at some point soon. Um, there seems to be some more stuff going on to the north. If you can, at some point, when you're done doing whatever you need to for King Killsbane, seek out Captain Jacob Lancor. He's of the Gregorian Navy. He's actually the naval captain and one of the five kings, but he doesn't like to be called that. Certainly doesn't want that. Um, I met him quite a few years ago. He actually helped me with a few things. Just If you meet him, just let him know that Tia sent you. Uh, stare at him with a blank expression. After saying it, he'll know exactly who you're talking about. So he's in Portsmouth, um, which is probably about—it's quite a journey from here, even by horseback. Uh, by horseback, it's about seven days travel. Basically, it's as far north as you can get before traveling all the way to the tip of gregos It's—it's it's the furthest most north uh, city. So she's like, let the others know, but please just be careful. Right. The only person that you should mention my name to is Captain Lancor. On the same page? You gotcha. Could you also do me another favor? Could you ask if Falas may or may not have a girl waiting for him back home? Anyways,
1: bye. He teleports. Oh, my
0: God. Hey, Falas! <laughs> hey,
2: Falas! Tears got the hearts for you.
1: Right. Like everybody. <laughs>
0: Hey. whoa whoa oh she's 16 she's 16 i just remember. it's not illegal just a that's right the last is an elf a half elf
3: <laughs> that doesn't have to do anything.
0: the <laughs> time is irrelevant <laughs> clarky walks back over to ugor with a strut and he's like yeah yeah look at me go he then jumps up onto your shoulder he's a little bit heavier than he was before but you can still hold him on your shoulder quite well Ooh, jesus man he just looks at you and he shrugs Boral, you would remember that there are three kings of Tilma. Whether or not you, in fact, are a prince or not is purely up to the information you want to confirm or deny to your friends. But you remember, in particular, that the three merchant kings are Umoru, an Orc merchant king, Duranka, the dwarven merchant king, and Elias, the human merchant king. Right. Those are the three kings. You remember that. No one else in this group actually knows that.
3: So, when we all come back together, I I ask just straight up, Boral. Are you, in fact, a prince? If I am, it's news to me. Right. Do you remember the name of your dad? Yeah, it's my fucking dad, of course. Well, then, is your dad a king? I guess. Well, hot diggity damn, you're a fucking prince, my man. Fuck. So is for lass. Um, So, why don't you just Can I be not prince? I mean, you probably could, but just think you could rule the whole of the land instead of this Prince Adam fuckwit why on God's
2: green earth would I want to fucking rule the world? Think of all the money. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I just want to make it poignant that he, um, the, when questioned, he said King of Gragos. He's not a prince of Gragos. He's a prince of Tilma. However, Falas, on the other hand, is a prince of Gragos. There's
3: no harm putting his fucking name in the, the hat anyway. I mean, uh, yes, there would be. What are they going to do? cry about it
1: well put it this way i was kicked out of my kingdom by my grandfather so who is now apparently the king so i don't think it would be favorable but for last
3: think of it this way they've already kicked you out you've got no communication with them you become the king of everyone they fucking bow down to you
2: you think a high elf is gonna bow down
1: that as well like they're pretentious to themselves like they kicked out one of their own all because I'm a half breed. Yeah,
3: but you saw how I handled that fucking high elven bitch in the fucking library, like it's fine.
1: Politics is politics. Well, <laughs> my thing is though, that politics should be if there is one in charge, it has to be a council to keep him in check. That's a vehicle power. Mm. And that would be made of multiple races for multiple opinions, dwarves, high elves, wood elves, humans. Everyone gets a say in it of equal rights. Yeah, there's a
2: reason why there would be five kings or three kings. How many kings? There's a reason why there's more than one. But do you want a pretentious human dealing
1: with well, it? Well, they seem to be just as bad as the high elves in terms of being with themselves because they were all humans. That's absolutely fucking solid.
3: What am I, brow? Am I your? Am I your slave? I think so. <laughs> 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 Look, I might be fucking Clarky's bitch, but I'm not a slave. (laughs) Clarky at that point just, like,
0: clicks his teeth and points at you.
3: (laughs) (laughs) But if you think about it this way, Falas, if you were to be the one to govern them all, then you could show them that they were wrong to kick you out in the first place. They won't have a say of whether you can or can't run for office. And you can show them what a half-elf is made of. Fuck the high elves. Fucking pretentious cunts. But if you were the one standing above, they wouldn't be able to do that. They could be there to help you be in check. But you are the one that would be telling them where it's at.
0: As you guys are talking about this, Flash, you start to feel a little odd. Uh, Like almost if someone's staring at you. Uh, Make a perception check. Promise
3: it's not me. I'm at least staring right at you.
1: (laughs) 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 I'm at least staring at (laughs) at
0: you. Staring directly into his eyeballs. That's a natural
1: 20.
0: That's a natural 20 plus one. As you guys are talking, um, and especially Navarth just going on, last, you look past where Navarth is, and in the distance you can kind of see a hooded figure in a grey hood staring at you. Their eyes are very, very blue, and they're making direct eye contact with you. And as people are walking back and forth, you can kind of see them in the distance.
1: All right, I'm going to let them know but not point out where his location is is that we are being watched at the moment as a hooded figure.
3: I whisper to Falas in what direction might they be so I know not to look there.
1: <laughs> I get the feeling <laughs> you're going to turn straight. Yeah, he just turns around and goes, <laughs> like, <gasps> he's over your shoulder. Huh? <laughs> yeah, where?
0: <laughs> so, as you were saying this, no one else gets, like, the sense of that feeling that that you're being watched it's only you
3: i say that we should act natural so yeah i reckon you should probably like put your name in the in the goblet of fire we still also we
1: don't know how to do that even if we wanted to
3: can i do a perception check to see if there's anyone nearby that's like just holding like a ballot for for up and coming kings
0: (laughs) (laughs) sure you know what (laughs) you know what? do it i got 14. no (laughs) <laughs> no. You see some people like walking around with like sign up for like archery club, sign up for the chess team, like Don't don't say that. Don't 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 say archery club. I'm gonna
3: fucking go join an archery club. Aren't you like sixty five in a bath?
0: A lot older than everyone else, but he's an elf, so he doesn't really look like him. I'm fifty-six, I think. You're fifty six, yeah. You remember your own age. Congratulations. Be quiet. You should
3: respect your elders. Yeah, fucking- I don't, I don't believe in that shit, but I'm going to take the fucking high road with it now.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> as you're talking still, for last you notice the person that was staring directly at you has started to turn away. Uh, they turn their cloak, and within seconds, as people walk back and uh, past in front of their view of them, they just disappear completely. Navarth, mm-hmm. your primal awareness kind of- you get an itch thinking that maybe you could use your primal awareness if you wanted to.
3: I'm going to use my primal awareness and I'm, I'm sensing that there's something nearby.
0: You get the sense for but a moment, a feeling of a mixture of celestial, dragon, elemental kind of feeling, like something like that was nearby and is now gone.
3: Right. I make, the, I informed the party that I just, I, I felt the presence of a celestial and an elemental type of being and then I got a little bit hard so I knew there was a dragon.
1: I'm noticing that person's gone now. Yes. I'm going to assume it was the person that was potentially watching us, watching me and now I'm going to point out where they were.
3: And I instantly turn around.
1: <laughs> Man, <he's>
2: just,
3: <laughs> I easily turn around and go, where, where are they? Oh, okay, well, maybe there might have been the person that I could sense. See, Alien's um, the kind of guy that when you go, hey,
2: Alien, there's this is really hot chick behind you. He immediately, <laughs> what, where? Which, which hot chick? which hot for chick? the next
0: five minutes. <laughs> Clarky then just looks at you and then looks at his wrist and then looks at you guys and then looks at his wrist again.
3: I was like, Clarky, you don't have a watch.
0: He just flips you off.
3: <laughs> I say that we should probably make haste to get to uh, Og's farm.
0: If you left now, you'd probably get there by, like, mid-afternoon, kind of. Let's go! It's play time! Go!
3: I make my way to the stables so that I can go and have a lovely chat with good old Ace of Spades and see how he's doing.
0: So you see the stable master there, and he's, like, absolutely shocked. And he's just like, <laughs> what is wrong with your horse? What do you mean? He got two horses pregnant. Oh, man. fucking you should be paying
3: me. Just think you'd be able to sell them. They're not my horses. Give me the numbers of the people's horses that have fucking now got money in them. Well, for fuck's sake. The numbers?
0: What do you mean?
3: What numbers? The details. <laughs> Their house address. I don't know. I just remember that there's no mobile There's no mobile
0: phone. <laughs> I don't know. Get the sex, Maybe.
3: Nah, no, 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 no. I'm not taking away his manhood.
0: Ace of Spades is just staring at you and he just gives you a wink.
3: And I say I'm proud of him.
0: You walk over, you start patting him. As you start patting him, he whips you with his tail. Because if you recollect, he didn't really like you riding him.
3: Yeah, yeah, that's all right. Animal handling, rolling.
0: Oh, fuck, what are my rolls today? A five. Holy (laughs) fucking shit. So it goes about as well as you expect. Um, You go, (sighs) you know, you rub against him. He just goes... (sighs) Just puts his head away from you. Yeah,
3: easy, boy. It's all right.
0: He's he's still looking away from you. And he trots a little, like, to, as if to hurry up and get on him.
3: So, I jump on.
0: So, each of you go on. Um, Clarky does... Uh, actually, I'm going to roll this. Clarky hops off Ugo's shoulders and see if he tries to do a flip to land on uh, Dave. Right, so 17 plus 11 is 28. Um, so yep he, f- he flips off and lands perfectly on Dave the horse who just turns around with a big grin just smiling at you all just mm. Hell yeah. Uh, Brow walks up to it.
2: Brow just walks up to it.
0: I just walk <laughs> up and get
2: on it. Oh, what? I don't know just get on it. We just be chilling bro.
0: Everyone else gets on their horse, respectively, and whatnot. And you start riding off out of town. You kind of don't know where the farm is exactly, but he said to the northwest, um, because you're not really following any signs to go anywhere particular, who's leading the pact? Who's leading the group of people? All right. (laughs) Uh, Navarth. Please make me an investigation check. Investigation. I actually
3: have really high investigation, so I'm probably the best person to be leading. But your rolls have been shit. 17. Okay,
0: 12 plus 5. So, you kind of discern following along. You don't really get lost, thankfully. And you come to a nice strip path that leads towards the dirt road. The dirt road leads off and you can kind of see a sign that's broken that just says... Uh, Og's farm. All right, well,
3: guys, I reckon this is the direction we need to go. I see a broken sign with Og's farm's name on it, though I'm a little concerned by the fact it's broken, so we should probably be careful as we head towards it.
0: You guys arrive at the front of this, like, dirt patchy kind of area. All the trees within, like, proximity are all, like, really dead. You guys get to, the, like, the front area, uh, and you see at the front just two rats, but they, they look like rats to you, but they're about, like, Four foot tall, picking their teeth. They're wearing like leatherish kind of armor with goggles on, and they've got like crossbows in hand, which they're fiddling with um, as well. And they just see you, and they just turn to all of you and load it up. Shh, shh. What are you doing here?
3: Well, we uh, we've come for Og's farm uh, just to make sure it's in good order and take care of it. It was uh, one of his last wishes.
0: There's no Og here. Weebee.
3: Right, and you are. We're the Ratman. Okay. And how long have you been living here for?
0: About a month and a half.
3: Yeah, right. So, about how long he's been gone for.
0: We found this farm abandoned. It's our farm.
3: So, how many of you guys are here that make up your family?
0: They look to each other and they just start whispering amongst themselves. He turns back to you and says, enough.
3: I'm just curious how much enough is. Can you not count
2: or? Can I make a stealth check to see if I can slip away?
0: Yeah. You're on horseback, so you're going to do it with disadvantage.
2: I'm going to I'm going to stealth to get off my horse. Then how's that? This is a start. We won't go the slip away. I'm just going to stealth to get you're off my trying horse. Trying to sneakily do it. Well, no, I just fall off my horse. <laughs> <laughs> Seven.
0: Yeah, I, I would just say you get off your horse, but it's like rather loud still.
2: Pretty loud. Oh well, I'm just going to stand next to my horse then, try not to pull attention.
0: So the other one then turns to you and says, "Listen, either move along or do you want to make some money?
2: Some money. Uh
3: you you've piqued my interest at money." How much and what do you require?
0: You have to see the boss.
3: Or can you take me to your boss?
0: Yeah, but no smelly animals.
3: Well, it's a good thing we don't have any smelly animals here. The
0: horses, you idiot.
3: There is nothing wrong with my horse. But if you have a location that I can place it safely, then I'm sure I would be happy to put it there.
0: Yeah, yeah, just just tie him to a post here. He points to like a little single post that's just got like broken timber next to it.
3: Mm, I don't know if I want to do that.
0: Well, no horse.
3: You got any better post? No,
0: we don't like horses. Mm.
3: What do you reckon, guys? Do we leave our horses or shall I just go in and, and... Or should Burrell and I, considering he's already off his horse, go... I'm and already head- halfway
0: through
2: tying it to the post.
0: <laughs> it's just being tied to the post, living around.
2: Yeah, it's it's already attached to the post. I so just give him one pat and turn it around. He
0: taps on um your. your shoulder, Ugo, and then just gives you a look as if to... In your head, You you're not... You're you're akin to him now. It's, he's not speaking to you, but you kind of get the the sense of feeling that he's saying like, "I'll oh, I'll stay here. I'll, I'll look after the horses." Okay.
3: So we're all gonna tie them to the posts and go and chat to the boss. I'm gonna I'm just gonna animal handle as I get off my horse.
0: Okay. Let's see what happens here.
3: I uh, get eleven. Get thrown up. Oh, it's not enough. nine
0: plus two, eleven. All right. So enough for you to get yeeted off, but it's definitely you get off and the horse. Just kind of like. Ugh. It's not- still not particularly happy with you.
3: It's all right. Ace of spades, you will, in time, you'll understand the, uh, sweet caress of nature, don't
0: you worry. I love how you keep calling it ace of spades, even though it's a love heart on its chest. Doesn't matter.
3: It's ace of spades, bitch.
0: All right, so you guys all hop off, you start to walk in this area, and then the two, two rats are leading you from the front area. You kind of look around, you can see there's quite a lot of, like, ratmen. Who wants to make a history check? Just to see if you can kind of discern what you're looking at.
2: Yeah, I've already got a seventeen.
0: All right, so you you recognise men as these kind of like half humanoid kind of thing creatures? They look like large rats that walk around on two feet. Um, they travel in packs, uh, usually uh, moderate size packs, anywhere between like twenty to hundred. They don't congregate in a horde, but there's usually their leaders are usually the largest rat. Um, in some cases, Skaven. Uh, Skaven are basically human-sized rats that are usually beast-like and, and uh, usually quite dangerous. They usually will order around the conglomerate of rats. If a Skaven is a leader, then they generally have a lot of people, but it depends. So, it's either a large rat or a Skaven normally that's in charge. You guys continue walking forward. Uh, You walk past a couple of areas. The forge is, you know, off to your left. It seems like they're they're using the forge and actually making use of the land here. Uh, Most of the land appears to be dead. Which probably is no cause of them, is just the fact that it had been abandoned for as long as it had been. Yeah, one of the rats turns around and says, the, the farm was already dead. It's been like this. The soil is salt.
3: Was there anyone here when you found it? Nope.
0: Not a, not a soul. It looks like people lived here, though.
3: Yeah, as a matter of fact, we know who did.
0: Oh, well, they're probably dead. Maybe. Don't like how you talk about my friend like that, but sure. I love how you remember him as a friend <laughs> after everything. <laughs> So, you guys walk forward and in the center of the farm appears to be a large stone statue that's partially carbon, partially, like, not so carbon. It, it looks rather old, but it, it appears to be of a female hooded figure with a bow and quiver. It's rather large. It's about 10 foot tall off, like, the actual stone sta- platform that it's on. The stone platform itself is about 5 feet tall and the statue stands 15 total.
3: Is there any signage on it? No.
0: Not a single uh, signage that you can see. Do they look elven? You can't see their ears. um, No other discerning features. All right. i just point
3: out the fact that it's a badass fucking archer. don't we should continue towards the boss, I suppose. So, he leads
0: you past a bunch of other ones. You see some rats running around, chasing each other, punching each other in the face. There's, like, a bunch of rats playing a card game, money being thrown around. There's a few of them that are just looking at paint dry, like, just buckets of paint as you're walking past you just see one of the rats walk up to the wall of paint and just sniff it just and then just walks around like so it looks like they might be getting high off the paint you can probably discern from the area there's probably about 50 60 odd rats in this open space that you're walking through at the moment So, you walk up to this front door of the main thing. So, for you guys, it's the building directly behind the statue. They knock on the front door. Almost like their same height has been a hole that's been carved through with a latch on it. The latch opens up. What? We got some uh, um, people to see the boss about the job. And you just see an eye, literally an eye just pop through looking out at you guys. I have to prefix this. So, the rats you're looking at, their eyes are on the sides of their head, but it's like semi-protruding. Mm-hmm. It's not just like in the skin, it's semi-protruding. We go on. You guys go into the front door and open up into the inside, in which you can see a rather tattered up house, broken furniture scattered across the room. Uh, nothing in particular looks pretty put together. It's almost as if, as if like the room has been thrashed around. You know, it's, it's just a pretty run-down house. The two rats that lead you in are kind of uh, wandering around going, shall we get the boss? Yeah, we might. We might get the boss. Boys! And he adjusts uh, just towards two over at the back of the room that are by a broken piano. Let's get the boss. So you just hear them go, <clears throat> and it's just the entire room decides them all start going and they're just doing that for a moment it's like a high amount of tempo the broken piano is playing like, <laughs> like they have no musical aptitude whatsoever I'd like to say that I'm just fucking breathing with pain
3: listening to the badly
0: played piano <laughs> and then you just hear above you doof 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 and you see like creaks and like dust coming out of the floorboards from above I whisper to brow who's to
3: my right hmm maybe we shouldn't hunt them
2: feeling that bro feeling that
0: after a few moments of this and it's starting to get really tiresome you just see come from the stairs over to the left a rather large rat walking down the stairs and walking into the area not bigger than og but Bigger than you four, and Boral, seeing as you recognize these enemies before as uh, ratman, you recognize this large rat that's walked down these stairs to be a Skaven. So, and a rather large one at that. He's about eight and a half feet tall, and he's built like a brick house. Like, he's built very well. He just wanders over in front of the fire that's at the back of the room, and then sits in a poorly, like, put together chair that's been broken and damaged. Uh, and just leans into it, and you hear squeak. The two rats that have led you in are still singing. Everyone else is still going ta ta ta. And then you just see the big rat at the back of the room just click his fingers, and they stop. Ooh, and that's going to end it for today's episode. Oh, what an interesting episode we had. We had some interesting information about particular people. Adam seems like a good chap, I guess. And also, we found out interesting things about Falas, and Boral. Ooh, heritage, uh, lineage kind of thing. Uh, although uh, Boral doesn't seem to embrace it or accept it, so it may not be true. Who knows? We'll find out, I guess. Also, our adventurers made their way to Og's Farm and found themselves a bunch of rats that are now uh, approaching them with a song. Interesting. Um, the large rat has just shown up and has clicked his fingers. What will he say next? Ooh, we'll have to find out in the next episode of Dingoes and Dinwoods. We'll see you then. Oh. <laughs> what was that? Uh, I must be hearing things. I will see you next time.